Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Street Hockey does the league. We are the BSH Radio crew, and we are bringing to you for our special uh, exclusive patrons an entire show about the other 31 teams. Uh, We have the other 30 teams. Yeah, because there's 31 (laughs) with the Flyers. I was thinking I was thinking NFL numbers with 32, but of course, the NHL has an odd number of teams. That makes sense. This is why Charlie's Uh, the math guy, folks. This is why Charlie's our numbers guy. It is the same. It is the same crew as BSH Radio. Uh, quick introductions. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. With me, as always, my broadcast partner in crime, Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. I bring with me a Missy Driver who will probably bark throughout this entire episode. We have Kelly Hinkle to fly by herself. I do not bring a Missy driver, but I do bring two cats named after hockey players who will likely walk across my keyboard at some point during this experience. So it's a party. Yeah. And from theathletic.com, Charlie O'Connor. So for this show, I will be taking off my Taylor Lear skeptic hat and putting on my (laughs) my, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs hater hat. Oh, I love damn it. it. Boo, Charles. I love it, Charlie. Every, every show needs a bad guy, and I like that I don't have to be it on this one. Uh, I know I said this is a rest of the NHL show, but since this news kind of just happened and we haven't reacted to it yet, I just wanted quick, immediate reactions from you guys. Uh, Andrew McDonald, Valtteri Filpola, named alternate captains of yours, mine, and our Philadelphia Flyers. How are we feeling? I don't even like the Flyers. Yeah, who up are that, the Flyers? I've never heard of them. that trade value. Let's go the Leafs. Leadership. Andrew <laughs> McDonald, best leader in the league. I hate you guys. <laughs> I mean, really, what it comes down to is it was voted on by the players, and the babies, the baby boys, they need a dad, and they decided that Andrew McDonald and Valtteri Filippola, they're going to be team dads because Matt Reed is in Lehigh Valley, so yeah, I, they need... They need someone to make sure that they eat dinner every night and they're there for breakfast and that they get on the plane with all their luggage. That's going to be that's going to be these guys. Yeah, I generally don't really care who wears the letters um, on this team. However, I think this is just one more reason why Dave Hextall will never, ever scratch Andrew McDonald. It's just a reason now. I don't I don't think he was going to scratch him anyway. No, but now it's extra. Yeah. Mm. He's a, he's a key part of the team. I mean, first pair defenseman, right? Now he's got the A. But again, first pair defense. Again, the, the the last two guys of this A were Mark Streit and Pierre Edward Belmar. They both got well. Pierre Belmar got taken, but the leadership element I think helped both those guys. You know, Streit could add that veteran presence to a cup contender, and 
Baltimore could add that veteran leadership to a new team. We just need to find another team that needs that veteran presence of Andrew McDonald. That's all it is. I'm telling you, I think this is a ploy. I really believe that this is a ploy just to raise McDonald's value a little bit. There's a lot of dumb GMs out there. I don't think it's a ploy, but I do think it will raise his value (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) All right, guys, uh, let's get into our season preview show. Uh, The, the, the season, the NHL season kicks off uh, Wednesday night, uh, some primetime games. Just, uh, I guess, what are we expecting out of this year? Who do we, uh, what are the big storylines heading into opening night? What are we looking forward to watching as this season unfolds? That isn't the Philadelphia Flyers. The Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Tell me more about them, Stephanie. I'm very excited for year two of the, the youth infusion in Toronto. You've got the sophomore seasons of you know, half the team. They've got a lot of dumb older veterans on that team too. So it's not like they're exactly immune, but um, they've got a lot of exciting stuff happening. And I love Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and William Nylander. And that's the end of my yeah. story. Same. <laughs> I've read, I read a lot of, uh, I read a lot of season previews today. Um, doing the flyby. And a distressingly large number of hockey experts seem to think that the Penguins are going to have a really good shot at a three-peat, and this just depresses me for a lot of reasons. I don't like it. That's so much hockey. I just don't see how, like, the league is so tight and there's so much parity. I just don't see how you can play that much hockey over a three-season span. They're a good team. I just... I, I don't see how it's possible. Also, a Stanley Cup prediction before game one of the season has even been played is kind of useless and stupid anyway. However, just the fact that people Damn are... Damn Hinkle, that's what this show's about. I know, I know. But <laughs> I, it just distresses me that people look at that team and think that they're still good enough to win another cup. I don't want them to be. I, I well, think, so, go ahead, Charlie. I, I think they're absolutely good enough, but what it comes down to is, like, if if the playoffs from last year taught us anything... It's that the best team doesn't usually win in the playoffs. Like the Capitals were the best team, clearly, Mm -hmm. and they got really bad luck and they lost the Penguins. And I just don't see the Penguins getting every break for two straight years. Like the first year they won, they were the best team and that they just they ran over everybody. Last year, they were not the best team. They got lucky in a couple series. And then by the final, they were back to being really good again. But like. I don't think that they're going to get the breaks like they did this year. I expect they'll be good, but I don't think they're going to get the same breaks this year. Oh my God. If they do get the same breaks that they got last year, I'm throwing myself in front of a truck. Like that's too much luck. So here's, here's my thing with the penguins and the penguins from last year. So they, yes, obviously went on a repeat Stanley cup run, but in the Eastern conference finals, they were playing Eric Carlson and the AHL Senators. And they went to seven games. They went to game seven in overtime. Like, an, an AHL team, or what is essentially an AHL team, nearly beat them. So, I, I know that there were injuries. I know that there, there were a lot of things that went wrong in that particular series for the Penguins. But if the Ottawa Senators can take you to seven games in the playoffs, you've got to think that another team is going to come in and, and beat them eventually. Yeah, it's just the crapshoot nature of the playoffs. Like, if yeah. I, if Ottawa can do it, then, you know, 
whoever that amazing team is that finally knocks off the Penguins, like it's going to happen. It's just so hard to three-peat because you have to have that combination of being really good and really lucky for three straight years. And I mean, to me, and this is just my opinion, the, the big storyline for me in the NHL is, you know, is this the year when the balance of power fully shifts to Toronto and Edmonton? Because like they're the two teams on the up and up, you know, Edmonton has the Edmonton has the best player in hockey. Toronto has the depth and they have one of the, the up and coming best players in hockey. So is this the year that, you know, like, could we see a Toronto Edmonton final? And yeah, like, I think it's going to happen at some point, but like, are those two teams ready? And that, that to me is going to be one of the big stories, if not the biggest story of the year. Also, that was, that was my prediction an Edmonton Toronto final. That would be That's, fun. Uh, I, uh, Looking at it, I think the last three-peat champion was uh, the New York Islanders, who won four in a row from 80 to 83. I mean, the uh, the Hall of Fame Oilers never won three in a row. I just don't – You got how do you go 12 for 12 in playoff series? Like, that That would take an incredible amount of luck. I know Crosby is uh, – is the best player of a generation, but I I just don't I I don't see how it can happen. Yeah, I'm I want to know if the youth movement if it's a if it's a movement to taking over the league now. I want to see if Chicago is actually done. I want to see if Washington is actually done. I want to see if the best teams in the league are the teams run by these you know these young kids who t- took the league by storm last year. I want to see if Winnipeg can take another step. I want to see if the Mason. Edmonton Oilers front office can manage not to fuck up, which is what is a, a pretty exciting young team, and I don't have <laughs> any confidence in that. Well, yeah, let's not get crazy here. Uh, last last night, Charlie and I were talking about the uh, the Indianapolis Colts and how they are a trash organization that just got lucky to get Peyton Manning and then Andrew Luck. I want to see if the Edmonton Oilers are that trash organization who just got lucky with this many picks and then Connor McDavid. Oh, I'm already going to answer that question for you. Something. Yes, they are a trash organization who got very lucky and they have a terrible, terrible, terrible GM who's going to do very <laughs> bad things. All right, so uh, let's just get it out of the way now then. What are your Stanley Cup predictions? Um, Edmonton over Toronto. Edmonton uh, over Toronto. Look at hmm. Steph. Her team losing. I'm going to go Nashville, Tampa, Nashville winning. Charles? Bill, you go first because I didn't have a prediction ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, I I had one, and now I forgot it. Uh, what the hell was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tampa over Calgary. That's my, that's my big one. Boy, that no. is Calgary. a steaming hot what? take. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, is it, though? Look yeah. At that, look at that blue line. Look at that blue line. Johnny Hockey, that is baby. Con Smythe. It's happening. All right. Um... I am going to go with, well, let's go, let's go a little off board. I'll say, um, I'll say Anaheim, that is a spicy Washington, meatball, Charles. wins. You have Washington actually I'm getting there. It. <laughs> yep. Somebody's got to be <laughs> right. Pittsburgh. Oh, if, if Washington's getting there, Oh my there, God. They if they get there it. and don't do it, I, God, I don't even know. That would, seriously. Trade Ovechkin. They would have to, yeah. They would have to. They, I mean, at that point, 
He might retire. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll be the thing is he'll just leave the team to go to the Olympics and they'll get there without him. No, he's already he's already like written his letter saying that he knows he's not going. It was like resignation from Team Russia. Oh, yeah. Something. If, if we've learned anything over the last 12 months, it's you can definitely trust the Russians. Oh, well. They just bored, Bill. I think I think it's hard, harder to trust the Americans. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. No, but well, the uh, the Yager signing is actually what put me over the top. Me too. I'm really happy he ended up there uh, because it's a team I already like to watch. I was really hoping he wouldn't end up somewhere I just hated. And was, ah, I'm, not, I'm really going to miss what could be Yager's last year. But now he's on a team I already like to watch. But I have him losing the cup to Tampa. I just I think Tampa finally bounces back. If Stamco stays healthy, this is it for them. I'm, They're going to add oh Andrew boy. McDonald at yeah. the deadline. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just iffy on I'm iffy on Tampa's depth. Like, I, I love their high end talent. You know, obviously they have Hedman Strom and they have some amazing forwards up front. But Kucherov. yeah, they're just they're going to be relying on people like people in the bottom six who are untested or not that good. And then they were going to be relying on a lot of people on their defense that are untested or not that good. And like, yeah, if Sergachev comes in and has a great rookie year and, and, you know, and the other young guys they got are solid, they don't have to be great. They just have to be solid. Then yeah, then Tampa could be legit, but I'm not, not ready to, to put them as high as most people. And I was really high on Tampa last year, but this year I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep, that's them. my thing is I've, I've been high on Tampa. So I'm just going to keep picking them. Until it's a solid they plan. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cobb. See if it pays off for you. <laughs> I think a lot of people have been doing, I've been doing with the capitals for a while and it hasn't paid off yet. So I got to get off that bandwagon. <laughs> You're just giving up. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's I'll stop, not I'll working stop, out. I'll stop picking Tampa when the flyers are ready to win. It's funny though, well, Bill, that you uh, you mentioned Calgary because well, I don't think Calgary is going to win the cup or win the conference. Um, I think down further in our in our outline, we talk about teams that we were most excited to watch, and they're like top three for me. I, I really spoiler see alert, this Charles. Year. Yeah. I mean, it's Isn't so it weird? weird not doing this in the same room as you guys. <laughs> it's really strange. I get to play games on my phone and nobody's judging me. <laughs> you do that anyway. Yeah. Nobody's I kind of like her. that our faces <laughs> pop up on the screen when we're talking. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I was hoping I could get my face up the entire time because I really enjoy looking at myself with the mustache. But oh, the mustache. no such luck. All right. You wanted to go division by division and what we yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Sounds great. Okay. Well, I mean, let's start Hello? with the one that we're the most familiar mm, with. Let's start with the Metro. I think it's going to be rough for us, folks. So, so I think it's going to be rough for us, folks, too. Um, so the way that I have the Metro going, I have Capitals, Penguins, Rangers, Columbus, Hurricanes, Devils. Oh, Stephanie! Flyers, Islanders. I know. I I, th- I think you're way yeah. too high on the Devils. <laughs> I think that they're going to surprise people and in a really bad way, like bad for us way. They I, their drafting over the last couple of years has not been that bad. Uh, they've got Corey Schneider, 
Taylor Hall, hopefully he stays healthy this season. Well, hopefully for him, not hopefully for us. Nico Heischer is they looking like Will he's... Butcher? Okay. Um, Nico is looking like he's legit. It, it, they scare me. That's what it is. They scare me. The Devils have, in my, in my mind, they have no defense. Like, Damon Severinsen is, is good, and Will Butcher is maybe... Past that, they have no one on that defense that, like, I would rank above. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I'd rank them sub-Brandon Manning, but, like, everybody else <laughs> in that defense, I kind of think, is in that realm. So, I just, you know, even if if Hall and Heischer are great and they got um uh, uh, Johansson from, from Washington in that cap dump deal, like, they have some talent up front, but I, I think that defense is going to kill them. I would love to be wrong. And I will probably change my mind two days from now in the order that I have in these teams. But I, I, the, the devils scare me. Like going through, okay, now I'm looking at their defense. So going through their defense, they have Severinsen, who's good. Um, and then Butcher, who's a maybe. Then they have Andy Green, who's cooked. Ben Lovejoy, who's just straight up bad. John Moore, Dalton Prout, Steven Santini, who's young, so, like, maybe he's something. Mirko Mueller, who hasn't really panned out yet. Like, I don't know. It just... If they can, somebody can get them the puck, maybe, but. Uh, yeah, I, I confidently I have the Devils as eighth in the division, for sure. I think the Devils are going to be much improved, but they were a 70 point team last year. Like, for them to get to 80, 85 points would be a huge jump. I do like what they have compared to last year, especially if Taylor Hall, Hall stays healthy, but I don't know about finishing anywhere other than 7th or 8th. I'm not sure about the Islanders. I feel like this Island... New coach, we'll see. No, I have the Hurricanes over the Islanders. Islanders If I'm ranking teams, I think the Hurricanes will jump the Islanders. I mean, I'm not like a big intangible person, obviously. I'm I'm a stat person. But I know, right? It's amazing. But if there's a team in the league that I think could get bogged down by the dreaded distractions, it's the Islanders. Like, their arena situation's a wreck. Their best player hasn't re-upped yet. Like, you could easily see this being a situation where, like, everybody on that team is just kind of wondering what the heck is going to happen next, and no one's totally focused on hockey. Like, I could see them having a disaster of a year. They're not a bad team, but, I mean, they have some talent. Josh O'Sang's good. Looks like Matt Barzell made the team. Like, they have some talent there, but there's there's a lot going on under the surface with that with that franchise, and I don't know if they'll be able to hang on. Like not having somewhere to play and smile important <laughs> and John Tavares may or may not be staying and their coach is a, I don't even know who their coach is right now. Is, hasn't that been a revolving door or he's bad? Something it's, uh, it's Doug Waite now. I don't even know who that is. It was a pretty good so player who? way back when. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly, stop moving. I might. <laughs> Cord got caught on a thing. Sorry. Sorry. So who are who are the playoff teams out of the Metro? Who are you looking to see in the postseason? Penguins, uh, Caps, Rangers, Caps in my opinion. Penguins are a lock. Blue Jackets uh, fall yeah. off after last year. That I really think that they do. I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in John Tortorella. I don't have a confidence in a John Tortorella coached team. Like, you know, I, I think we've seen this from him before he's come in and he's made an impact. Definitely not like he had last year. 
Um, but we've seen it from him before where he can coach well. And then, oh boy, when the wheels fall off, they go flying and, and shit gets real bad really quick. It, Columbus is, is a nice team. They're, they're not quite as young as they were, but they're, they're still a nice young-ish team. But I, I just can't. I just can't with Tortorella. There's bust potential there, and it, it all you're right. It all goes back to Tortorella. Like, is this a guy who, if the going gets tough, you know, Columbus was a good team last year, but they were also a lucky team in the first half of the year. And because of that, Tortorella was able to position himself as like, hey, it's a new Tortorella. And if, let's say, the first month of the year they start struggling, even if it's just luck, even if they're just struggling to score, like the process is fine, but the results aren't there, like, Torts is the kind of guy who will go full torts. And I don't know if this Columbus team will be able to react to it, but I do. I, I like their talent too much, um, especially with, uh, with Wierenski in his second year, obviously Seth Jones, like they have, they have a deep team up front. They lost Sam Gagne. So that kind of cuts down on a little bit of their, their depth on the fourth line, but they have good players. So I, I expect them to be in the playoffs, but there's, there's, I think if they make it, it would be wild card though, for Mine? sure. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, they're wild card team. Yeah, my biggest my biggest concern with Columbus would be uh Bobrovsky staying healthy two years in a row. Uh they rode him hard last year and if I think he can get them to the playoffs, but he's been a guy who's gotten hurt a ton in his career. I don't know if he can string together two Vezina seasons. Totally fair. Totally fair. And so I guess I mean actually I don't know. I might I might still have Columbus third. I think I think I would have Columbus third. And yeah, do you believe in the Rangers? Not I mean, their defense. The funny part about the Rangers, I, I think I said this on Twitter about a month and a half ago. Like the hilarious scenario I'm envisioning for the Rangers is like they finally fix the defense after years, mm. and then Lundqvist gets old. Like that, like that would be incredible. Like they finally dumped Girardi. They're marginalizing Mark Stahl. They bring in Shattenkirk. They're bringing in some young guys. And now Lundqvist is a non I mean, logically, that goal. seems like what's going to happen. That's a, yeah. It would be too perfect. Uh, I, was reading, uh, I was reading the Hockey News season preview today. And, you know, the Hockey News, it's kind of old school hockey guys. And they, oh, Lundqvist is great. That's a narrative. So you just believe it. They ranked the, goal, the top 25 goalies. And they had him at, I believe, like 13 or 14. Like, he's already in national people's eyes. Is that the list that, that had Steve far. Mason as the worst starting goaltender in the league? Uh, uh, Steve Mason was not listed in the top well, 25, nor was Brian Elliott. So, so, well. so, so Craig Custance in The Athletic, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Anyway, uh, Craig <laughs> Custance posted his, like, getting feedback from hockey people mm-hmm. yearly post, and he got feedback for all the presumptive starting goalies, and Brian Elliott was ranked, I believe, 27th out of 32 starting goalies and Steve Mason was, or there are 31 starting goalies and Steve oh, Mason was right dead it. last and man, hockey, pe- hockey upgrade, people baby. do not like Steve Mason. <laughs> Flyers <laughs> upgraded. <laughs> I don't know why they hate him so much. Like it legitimately amuses me that they think he's garbage. And what, what, all, what also cracks me about that is remember when the Flyers traded for Mason, you had all these hockey people saying like, Oh, it's a reclamation project. He's got so much talent. Then he actually redeems himself, and then they all change their minds like, nah, he's garbage. I think that that high-maintenance thing that we uh, hypothesized about before, they just see him as a high-maintenance yeah, guy. Yeah, he so must be really sturdy. Yeah, like, ah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a pain in the ass who wants him, even though he's like a pretty decent goalie. 
All right, so let's move on to the Atlantic Division, guys. Uh, last year, we had Montreal uh, end up with 103 points, uh, Ottawa and Boston right behind them with 95 and 98, and upstart Toronto, 95 points to get that wild card spot. How do we see it shaking out this time? Tampa Bay underperformed, Florida uh, did a lot worse than people expected, and then Buffalo and Detroit. Tampa, Toronto, Montreal. Boom. I, I have Toronto, Montreal, Tampa. Boston, Ottawa, Florida. That feels that feels like Buffalo, a good one. Detroit. I like it. I I would have I have Toronto, Montreal, Tampa, and Boston nipping at their heels, and then everybody else I don't see as particularly relevant. So noted Maple Leafs hater Charles O'Connor has the Maple Leafs finishing first in that division. That is delightful. Oh, oh I th- I think they're going to be good. I just don't want them to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, now as a as a Flyers fan, like I like that Toronto has been bad all this time and it's kind of that one team we've been able to be like, oh, at least we're not the Maple Leafs and like god damn it, they're good again. And I, I really feel don't a kinship like with their fans. But we're I enjoy also watching long suffering. I enjoy watching them play, and I think they have cool jerseys, and I really enjoy that their savior <laughs> is an American. That is funny. In Austin Matthews, yeah. I think that that's great. I find that really funny. But, uh, man, they're going to win a cup, and then it's going to be us sitting there with the 1975 bullshit. Well, the thing is, they're just going to go full Yankees at some point because, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a salary cap era, but because they're in the biggest hockey market, like, they can throw a bajillion dollars at Babcock and they can create the largest scouting department and they can literally have an ECHL team that is as good as most AHL teams because they, they have more money than God. And like, that's one of the reasons why I hate Toronto because their advantages over every other team in the league are so much, they're so high that like, that's why it was especially funny when they sucked because they should be good considering how much resources they have and they were bad. And I laughed all the time and now they're going to take full advantage of all those resources. And that, that infuriates me. Fuck the Leafs. Charlie. There you go, Charlie. Well, uh, Charlie, <laughs> fuck you. Do we think, do we think no. Ottawa can repeat no. that season? I mean, no, they're, no. they're, they're going to be awful. okay. Uh, Eric, Especially not with Eric Carlson missing some of the season. Like it's just, it's just not going to happen. So I, I want, I want to roll through their defense for a second because it's funny. Because that's what every other team in the league is going to do. Oh, yes. It's funny. So with Carlson out, their defense is Dion Phaneuf, Cody CC, uh, Boro, Johnny Oduya, Chris Weidman, and then Clayson, Frederick Clayson. Like, at least five of those guys are flat out awful. Like, by advanced metrics and by the eye test. Like, they're not good defensemen. They're, like, third-pair defensemen at best. And you're going to get to see what this team looks like without other Carlson. Like, even if Carlson comes back early, he's not going to be close to 100%. And he might have to sit out some games. Like, this is going to be Even with Carlson, Ottawa had no business doing what it did last year. Like, at all. Mm -hmm. So, to see them repeat that would be astonishing, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I don't know. I don't know how how they did that last year, but it was cute. Mont- <laughs> Montreal won that division. Uh, they kind of they kind of reloaded this off season. They lost some guys, but they made some moves, namely uh, bringing in Jonathan Druin, 
what do we think about them this year? Are they repeat division champions? No, it'll be the Leafs. Yeah, I think the Leafs win this division. The, it, I think it'll be really close. It also depends, I think, very heavily Montreal's on Carey Price. Good. Obviously, he pretty much makes or breaks that team. So, Well, he's my fantasy goalie in one of the leagues that I missed the beginning of the draft for. So it auto-drafted Carey Price for me, and I'm really bitter about it. So he better be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I, I get the biggest kick out of the fact that, like, Apparently, Montreal is convinced that Alex Galchenyuk cannot play center in the National Hockey League. But Jonathan Drouin, who's never played center in the National Hockey League, is like immediately their 1C. Like, Montreal just makes these decisions that you just, like, your head spins. It's nice to know that another, yeah. It's nice to know that another team in the league has a coach that makes absolutely no logical sense whatsoever. Nice. Makes me feel well, good. Julian's going to be good for them this year. Bergevin, the GM, is the guy who, like, he just bounces well, yeah. from, like, Him one too. weird decision to another. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Carey Price is hurt. Uh, the reason the reason we suck is P.K. Subban. Obviously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, that shit was just, that was unbelievable. Locker room cancer. He had a really big attitude problem when he gave all that money to that children's hospital. What an asshole. I mean, how dare he not put the Montreal Canadiens name on all of his personal money that he donated? Well, you know, they paid it to him in the first place, Steph, so <laughs> technically it's still theirs. William. <laughs> William. All right, let's move out west. We had a uh, we had a surprise Western Conference champion last year uh, with Nashville, who finished mm-hmm. fourth in the Central. Uh, behind St. Louis, Minnesota, and Chicago, Chicago had a hundred and nine points. Uh, it's it, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, Charlie calls them a, a Ponzi scheme, but it is <laughs> it is kind of unbelievable to watch them. Granted, they've been out of the playoffs, I believe, in the first round the last two years. But for them to have the kind of seasons they've had, given their cap restrictions, uh, can they can they stay no. on top of that Central Division? No, no, I I think this is the year where it I I think they I would still probably put them in the playoffs, but I don't see them as a hundred point team anymore. It it finally it's finally coming home to roost. Plus, they've made some dumb moves like I still don't understand why they traded Chalmerson. That that makes no sense to me unless they really think Connor Murphy's good. Like that trade wasn't even a cap dump. That was like, hey, we want to get younger by trading an older good defenseman for a younger crappy one. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. They they got rid of 45-year-old Calder <laughs> trophy winner Panarin. I just don't I don't know. I, I I don't know what they're doing. Um but it it delighted me that it took them forever to score a goal in the playoffs last year and they still got They did. Did they get swept? Yeah, the yeah, Nashville swept. swept them. It was a beautiful yeah. series. Oh god. I think if Beautiful. they make the playoffs this year, uh, so sorry, in the sorry. Central, I think if they make the playoffs this year, it's it's as a wild card yeah, team. Yeah. Um, uh, so in the central, I have Nashville, St. Louis, Minnesota, Chicago, Dallas, Winnipeg, Colorado. Colorado still pulling up the rear. That poor franchise. I mean, they have a lot of ground to make up. They'll be better, <laughs> but like when you're starting at 48 points, like yeah, 
No, they <laughs> had the worst. They had the worst points percentage season since like ninety nine two thousand. I think last year I looked it up. It was an incredible one. Uh, we were just on Chicago. I want to circle back there real quick. Sorry, uh, I moved on too fast. Yeah, no, it's fine. Chicago uh, found out today. It came out that Marion Hosa will be eligible for long term injured reserve. <laughs> So they will be able to dump that salary into LTI and get annoying. that cap space up. Well, uh, you know, it, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that because the same thing happened to um, Lupul today. He did he failed his second physical. Um, it, it's rumored to be his back. And and Bill, I know what you say about backs. Once your back goes, that's it. You, your your time is is pretty much over. Um, so he did fail that physical again today and i think that this was the the league mandated physical um so the the leafs are going to get that cap room back too but it's just uh i remember that 2009 uh off season when uh, the flyers of course got uh chris pronger and that contract was uh you know debatable the minute he signed it and chicago did the same thing with marion hosa what's what's wrong steph I yawned. That was oh, it. Oh, okay. No, I, I thought you were making a face at me. Nope. I told it's, <laughs> But Chicago did the same thing with Marion Hosa, and that got reviewed by the league, and uh, it was approved. But those kinds of contracts are illegal now. And when you look at the structure of Hosa's contract, he was never going to play this year or the next three. Uh, yeah. He signed a, he signed a 12-year, $63.3 million deal in 2009 for a $5.275 million cap hit. First seven years, $7.9 million base salary. Last season, 2016-17, $4 million base salary. These last four years, which he's now just like, oh, you know what, this skin thing's too bad, $1 million base salary. He was never going to play these seasons. It was never going to happen. Yeah, that was that was the assumption. Like, I read this on Twitter today, and it made a lot of sense to me. And basically, because you have all these Chicago fans, like, acting, oh, well, obviously, Marion Hosses can't play. You know, we're the, you know, we're saints. Nothing, you can never say anything bad about us. So I made the point, like, what probably is going on here is that if Hosa really wanted to play through this, he could. Because he's been playing through this for the last two years. But it's just that in the past... He was making enough money to say, well, this is really annoying and it bothers the hell out of me, but I'll keep playing because I'm making enough money. And now it's finally past the threshold where like he's not getting paid enough to want to play through it. And it's a legitimate problem. So he'll get approved. But like he could probably keep playing. It's just that he's not getting paid enough to bother. And honestly, for the record, I'm pro salary cap circumvention because I see the no, because I see the NFL system and the alternative is, uh, yep, you're old. You're out of the league. Guess what? You don't have a job anymore. No more salary for you. We're not even going to sign a 30 year old running back like I I think it's it's just better this way. It doesn't bother me. Salary cap circumvention doesn't bother me. Maybe it's because I'm a big market fan and the Flyers will have to be, you know, circumventing the salary cap forever because they're going to spend to the limit. But it, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, rules are rules until they're broken, and you've got to know what the rules are so you can bend them. All right, so who do we have winning the Central? You have Nashville, Steph? Yeah. I have. That's a a good jump for them. That's what I had last year. Um, I actually have Yeah, well, they they were good last year. They they just missed out on Chicago. I have—my order is actually Minnesota. Really? I have Winnipeg taking a big jump. 
I have oh Winnipeg. Boy. I have Winnipeg finishing second. I have Nashville finishing third, That's and then I have fun. Chicago finishing fourth. The Central actually could be a lot of fun this year. Just looking at these teams, so Winnipeg, Winnipeg will be interesting, and I think I actually have them way too low because I forgot. I forgot <laughs> about Patrick Line. I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah, existed. that's a really good division. Uh, I fully yeah. expect Dallas to bounce back at least yeah. a little. You now, know what? Uh, no, fuck Dallas because Dallas. Yeah, I've had them ben. so high on my list for like the past three or four years. Like they're fast. They're fun and they're gonna do things and they never do anything other than disappoint me so fuck dallas you just hate <laughs> jamie ben because he's a disappointment just leaves you listen. unfulfilled listen <laughs> yes <He> gets, <laughs> jamie ben gets his numbers and you get nothing nothing we're talking about oral sex, folks. Yes, and Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben does not bunch mocks. Jamie Ben does not. Oh my God! This right, is what you paid right. the big bucks for, folks. Yeah, this is, Thank this you. Is, hey, this is this, this, is, for this the isn't even our after our, our after dark show. None of us has had anything to drink. <laughs> we haven't. Yes, Bill's saying like, well, actually, Bill, I <laughs> followed you from the NBC studios home. I know I that you have not. I saw you behind me I texting was. as I'm sitting in the car in front of you, and it was driving me insane. We were going zero miles per hour, and I was telling Kelly and Charlie that we were running late. I understand what was going on. I just zero get really miles anno- per hour. I just get really annoyed when my phone's buzzing nonstop and I'm behind the wheel. It just drives me nuts. Was your All phone right. buzzing? Yeah, I get the oh, you I just get the Slack them. notifications yeah. now. Oh, you I just told, ignore them. I told you I've been on Slack for the last two days. It's happened two full days. I've been in the Slack. Okay, all right, you're right. It's I'm a new bill. Mustache. Oh boy, new mustache. year, new you. <laughs> mustache Bill is responsible. Bill. All right, let's go to the Pacific. Uh, let's Charlie's go to the... had it with us. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Let's so. go to the Pacific. Did all of our uh, did all of our Western Conference champions come out of the oh, Pacific? Okay. Uh, I had Calgary, Charlie, Charlie at Anaheim. And I had I had Nashville had though. Me, yeah. You had Nashville. Okay, so three of the four came out of came out of the Pacific. Uh, do we? Uh, Anaheim Same. just annoys the shit out of me. Honestly, I never think I never think that they're good, yeah. and they're good every year. They really bother me. Yeah, I just I, I like their defense. I don't even know, like I don't honestly even have them winning this division. But when the playoffs roll around, it's like who cares? You know, Nashville was the last team that got in, and then they ended up getting all the way to the finals. So, like, I I think. Anaheim, to me, Anaheim, Edmonton, and Calgary are the three best teams in this division. San Jose is trying to hang on. And then, you know, who knows what we're going to get out of the Kings with uh, the new coach. You know, Sutter's finally gone. So they're supposedly going to be changing their entire style to be more of a you know, less shot volume dominant and more shot quality dominant. And I don't know. It could work. It's just it's changing their entire identity, which Anaheim is going to be weird. Yeah, Anaheim has because the most he's a myth. hateable star players. In the league, in my opinion, like fuck Corey Perry. This is fair. Seriously, I like Ryan Kessler. A lot of people hate Ryan Kessler. I, I don't. Have I a, know a lot of people do. Yeah, I don't. Have, I, I don't, don't have a problem with him, but like he's. I think he's the kind of guy where if you play, if your team plays against him, I a have lot, no interest really in rooting him. for either of those mm. two. And yeah, you know, 
No. No, well, I don't actively yeah. root for them. I just don't hate them. Well, Kessler's, Kessler's enjoy... out for a while to start. He's out for like the oh, first I forgot two, he was yeah. three months, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I remember seeing him on crutches next to Eric Carlson <laughs> in his hover-around scooter when we were in Vegas. <laughs> I remember that. I enjoy games Kessler plays in because they always get scrappy. He always gets under someone's skin. I enjoy watching him play. I just really, I, I hate the Ducks. Why does Anaheim have a friggin' team? Yeah. Like, in Portland doesn't? Like, it just makes no sense to yeah. me. That would be Walt Disney. Yeah, but they don't own the team anymore. How are they still there? I think People they're, show like, up. fairly popular Do down they? there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're more popular mm. than the Kings. Like, when both I teams can't. are okay, I think Anaheim does pretty well. I can't believe anyone supports oh, a team with so jerseys bad? that ugly, quite honestly. Yeah, oranges are I'd a thing. Emb- Screw you, Anaheim. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed to play for that organization. Uh, but uh, Edmonton winning that division, is that what everyone I would like this very much. Guesses? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think, I think I have the Oilers winning it. Yeah, I've got Edmonton, Edmonton, Calgary. I'm making this up as I go. So Edmonton, Calgary. I couldn't tell. An- Anaheim, San Jose. Uh, let's do Arizona, Vegas, Yikes. Los Angeles, Vancouver. Is the golden is the golden era of San Jose hockey going to end with Man, zero championships? That is yeah. a bummer. That is kind of a bummer. I would love to see. Me I too. I would love to see Joe Thornton. I kind of, I kind I of really hope that would. if they're completely out of it midway through this season, that they trade him to a contender. I want him to get a cup very badly. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think he's going to get a Ray Bork-esque so. cup at some point. But you know what? The, but the horrifying thing for me is, is like you know the logical destination. I mean, there's one team that doesn't have a third line center and is a major cup contender. Oh. And he's going to end up on Pittsburgh, and that's disgusting. Oh. But like, it makes all the sense in the world. I want to die. Like, I love <laughs> Joe Thornton a lot. Like, m- maybe more than I love Phil Kessel. So I don't. My head might explode. I'm not sure if I can handle that emotionally. I that would that would be really really bad. I thought you were going to say Toronto, Charlie, and I was going to laugh a little bit, but that's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I really thought uh Toronto was going to be so a destination I. for Thornton in the off season. I thought they had a I thought they had a real shot at making a run at him. No, they, they picked cap- up the other bum. Yeah, they, 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 they picked up the worst player from San Jose, Marla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought I thought Toronto kind of was going to go all in this year. They were going to recognize their like cap situation and say, "Hey, we could win one right now if we spend some money." But if they, if they we made really want to, yeah. Huh, I think that LA stay out of the playoffs again. Is LA just done? Is it over with? Yeah. 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 Like, let's hope so. Um, I, I just enjoy big, heavy teams. Super, 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 super excited to see what Vegas does. Only because, I mean, how often, and we're, we're going to see it a few times in our lifetime, but how often do you get to see a team built from scratch in their first season? Like, I, I think that this, it's fun. Um, they're probably not going to be any good, but it's, it's going to be fun to watch hockey in Vegas. Um. I love the Coyotes. I love what they're building. I I love half of their team. The other half, I don't care for. Um, really, really, it's I love Jacob Chikrin and the former some of the former Flyers that are there. Uh, I think that Clayton Keller is going to win the Calder this year. Arizona is is building a sustainable team. 
but they've got some organizational problems too. Like, do they actually yeah. have a long-term home? Are they going to stay they in Arizona? Some work to do, I think. There are questions. I, I'm, I'm like super excited about the Coyotes because what they're doing this year is it's kind of, wouldn't say it's unprecedented, but it's, it's extremely bold in that they've basically, they remade their defense on the fly. Like they now have a top five when Shikarin comes back of Oliver Ekman Larson, Alex Golgowski, um, Chalmerson, who they got from Chicago, uh, Jason Demers, who they got because Florida's blowing everything up because apparently the uh, hockey guys <laughs> beat the staff boys. Um, and then, uh, and then they have Chikrin. Like that's a top five that looks like it could be really, really good. And they're using that to kind of back up a forward core that is unbelievably young. So aside from step on like every single forward they have is basically under the age of 25. And a lot of them are under the age of 22. So if these kids are good, like if Clayton Keller is really good, if Dylan Strom is really good, if Dvorak is really good, like they could be way better than anybody expects. Because like I talked about on this week's podcast about, you know, rookies being high variance, the coyotes are super high variance from a forward standpoint but we're fairly confident their defense is good. So, like, that could be a surprise team. It really could, especially if Ranta is, is solid for them in that. I would love nothing more than to see Arizona and Edmonton battle for the division. Like, that, that's, my, that's my dream. Uh, they also have Luke Shen, who I noticed you left out well, yeah. when you were talking about the defense. Because yeah, I think he sucks, but I know you like him. <laughs> he is a solid Luke Shen is like a him. good six, goddammit. <laughs> he's a good six. You can use him right, and he's fine. Uh, yeah, We talked uh, earlier about how, Charlie, I think you said Calgary uh, might not be you know a Stanley Cup contender, but they're going to be fun to watch. And that's how I feel about the Coyotes is, it's going to be interesting to just see how it all unfolds for them. They're going to be a young team. They're going to play fast and be a fun team to watch. We've seen their drafts over the last couple of years. It's coming together for them. It would be really nice Imagine to do that, that in uh, Philly. Just like well, play the kids, see what happens. Well, imagine. Imagine having a GM that isn't scared to play children. And isn't <laughs> well, scared. their GM is a child, so <laughs> it's a little different. True. Yes. He is. Like, isn't he younger than some of us? He's like 28 or 29, I think. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and Jacob Chikrin is, is a freak of nature. And after destroying his knee like a so month pretty. ago having surgery, like he's starting to skate. He, he's Zeus. <laughs> to, to, to backtrack for a second, because, Bill, you mentioned Calgary. Like, I could see Calgary. If there's a team that, that can pull fun. Nashville, I would enjoy that. It's, it's Calgary in that. Like, like Nashville kind of got by on their extremely good top four on defense. Calgary's top four on defense looks good. You're talking about a Giordano, Dougie Hamilton, TJ Brody, Travis Hammond, top four. Like, that's a solid top four. And once the playoffs roll around and you're just basically rolling two pairs and your third pair is getting three minutes a night, like, that's going to be a tough out. And then you then, then you add Yager and you have Johnny Goudreau. Like you have some real scores up front too. No, that Hamannick move uh, plus adding Yager and all the all the firepower that they have, they're going to be tough to defend, and it, it's going to be really 
hard to stop them from scoring in a seven-game series. I could see them making noise in the playoffs. I have them losing in the Stanley Cup to Tampa. I, I just really like Calgary. I want to see them. I want to see them do something this year. All right, let's. You're move a Johnny on, Goudreau homer. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just pointing it out. But it's not it, unfounded. Did you know that he's from <laughs> New Jersey? No, it's not. He's good. He's very good. <laughs> he's not a guy. I did, yeah. 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 His his dad's the man. He runs the he runs Hollydale. He's a good guy. Even though he's from Washington Township, he's a good guy. You guys don't know that because you're not Jersey folk. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be Jersey folk, so Steph's New Jersey folk. Yeah, I don't really know anything about Washington Township, so I don't know. All right. What's next, <laughs> right, William? Guys. Uh, we, we did our division previews here, so I don't know. What, what do we want to do? We've done 52 minutes of solid content. Well, I guess, uh, major. Yeah. 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 I'm really surprised we got this far into it, but once you get us talking, it just kind of (laughs) goes. Maybe, maybe we close it out with major awards. So like MVP, best defenseman, rookie of the year. I know Steph already said Keller, but. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do the awards. Well, let's start with rookie of the year. Clayton Keller. I think it's going to be Clayton stupid Keller Nico for the Calder. Hmm. I'm 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 going with Steph. I, I think Keller is going to win it. I, I'm 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 ridiculously high on Clayton Keller. I think he's going to be awesome. I I really really want to say Nolan Patrick. <laughs> that would be I'm so gonna, cool. <laughs> that would be so cool. I I'm I'm going to go with Charlie McAvoy. Oh yeah. Liked what I saw out of him in the playoffs. He's going to be getting first line minutes with Chara in Boston. Uh, I, I think he's going to put up big. I think he's going to put up big numbers up there. All right, Connor uh, MVP. Hart Trophy. Connor McDavid. Uh, man. Yeah, I am going to go with. Let's see. I like that. William Nylander. That is off board. That's that's, that's an off board decision. It's I like it. I, I decided that that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I'm going with McDavid. I, I feel like, I I feel like he's at the point where like, if he stays healthy in a season, he probably should get the MVP every year. So I don't think we're, yeah, I don't think we're quite at the point where like they're giving away, like, you know how it got to the point where like they gave Dowdy the Norris was like, well, it was his turn. Like, you have to win it a couple times before the writers decide, well, I know he should be the MVP, but we got to give it to this other guy because reason like McDavid still <laughs> can get another couple MVPs before we decide that he's got enough. So yeah, McDavid yeah. will eventually get into that LeBron territory yeah. where he gets compared to himself. Yeah. So even if, <laughs> even if he has a great season, it'll be like, well, he's not as good as he was. It's not the season he had last year. So we're going to go with someone else, but McDavid, uh, McDavid's the consensus pick, uh, so I'm gonna go Ooh. off board and say like Kucherov. Ooh, I like that. Nice, one. super big Kucherov I fan. S- I have him <laughs> on two of my fantasy teams. Let's let's do this. All right. I was go gonna what? say Carey Price, but I just hate Montreal so much. No, for yeah. sure, he might be the most valuable player in the league just because they. They can't win at all without him. They have no chance. But neither does Edmonton, I guess. So, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with Kucherov. That's what I'm doing. All right. I think he has a huge year. 
And the North. Right. Who the do Norris? we like for Vezina? Oh, right, let's go with Norris first. See, I, I hate goalies, though. Screw goalies. Yeah. Norris first. <laughs> All right, so Norris. Victor Hedman. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going with Charlie. Um, Victor PK Hedman. Subban. Billiam. I am going to say, even though he's going to miss a month, Eric yeah, Carlson he comes did back and gets year. it. Oh, he deserved boy. it last year. Okay. I think he okay. did deserve it last year. He did. Uh, yeah. Well, then I, then, I, then I he spent two months in the playoffs proving that he deserved it, right? That's basically, yeah, he's going to be rewarded for last year's playoffs. His The 2017 playoffs are going to supplement his first month off the ice this year. All right. I All like right. it. And now the Vezina, best goaltender in the NHL for 2017-18, folks. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go off board, and I'm going to say that is spicy. Uh, Devin Dubnik. I'm going to say a thing, and I'm going to hate myself, and you guys are going to hate me for saying it. Don't you dare take mine. Oh, fuck off, Stephanie. Don't you dare take mine. Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, there's no way. But we'll see. You you will see. I, I recently turned 29, which means I have been a fan of Philadelphia sports for 29 years, so I can safely say I know how things go in this town. The Vezina Trophy winner this year is going to be Steve Mason. Yes. <laughs> I kind of oh want God, that to happen. That would be amazing. He's going to have like, oh, me too. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This show? Oh. <laughs> Hockey Ring. Missy Brian just woke Elliott up and came pulled. running over. Missy, do you want Steve Mason to win the Vezina? Oh, it's happening. It is absolutely happening. Yeah. Oh man! All right, that folks, would be I, that would be incredible. I think that is all the time we have for you on the inaugural All League Show. Uh, we're gonna let you guys name it. Uh, we're gonna come up with some sort of naming contest or something. Uh, so follow us on Twitter. We'll figure something out at some point to name this show. Yeah, uh, it'll it be so it'll be far. special for the patrons. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be for the patrons. That's how we're gonna name it. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll figure something out, but we'll come up with a name for it eventually. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, we really appreciate all your support. The support this show has gained uh the broad street hockey show has has gained in a year is absolutely incredible and we're only gonna keep doing more for you as long as you're listening i got nothing else to do so i'm gonna keep doing shit (laughs) and these three for some reason like hanging out with me so they're still gonna be here uh we are going to produce nothing but content for you people all season long uh for everyone here have a great week Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. 
Don't do anything smart.